I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everybody and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast Praise God. My name is David Weeder, and this beautiful creature to my left <laughs> is my wife, Lynn Weeder, and uh, we are so glad that you joined us this week. Praise God. It's, uh, it's always such an honor to be able to share scriptural things with people, people that, things that have made different, made changes and differences in our lives things that we've walked out and seen the results from. And it's just, uh, it's, it's wonderful in our eyes that we get to come to you and visit around the table and get into the things of God. And so pull your chair up here and uh, grab that cup of coffee and we're going to have a word of prayer and then get into today's study. Father, we thank you for the, the honor and the opportunity that you've blessed us with to put these messages all over this earth. We're so grateful. We're grateful for the technology to do it. My, my, my goodness. What you can reach the world on your phone in these last days. And we're doing it. We're doing it for you. We're doing it for the people. And we're grateful to be a part of what you're doing. Now, Holy Spirit, thank you for thinking through our minds, speaking through our lips. The the keys to the kingdom of God of which we are citizens this very moment. Thank you for these things. I'm asking you to reach the people, get this message, these messages to every person that can benefit from them and then go beyond what we say and impart revelation to every individual as you would have them receive. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen, 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 Praise God. Again, thanks for joining us today. Today, we are <laughs> going to be talking about how love speaks. Because part of the actions of love is in our communication. A big part. <laughs> A really big part. And so we're going to look and see because we're supposed to be continuing in this love mm -hmm. you know and God is love Jesus was a manifestation of love in this earth and we're told I mean hey he's our example and so we need to look at these things in our interactions and in our communications verbal communications we looked at and, and gave examples um, the last couple weeks of broadcasts of what does what love what actions are we looking at? How does love look in real life every mm -hmm. day? And so now let's do it where our speech is concerned. Uh huh. Yeah, it's even worse than that. No, 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 it's <laughs> not worse. It's better than that. But <laughs> it it's... does seem a little overwhelming at the time. But we're gonna we're gonna deal with that too. So. Uh, first of all, let me get everything here, get my 
get my things in order here. I'm thankful for a big table. All right. Now let's set this with a foundational scripture in Proverbs. And I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Classic Bible. Thank you for your placeholder. placeholder. Okay. In the Amplified Bible, Amplified Classic, in Proverbs 25 and verse 11, a word fitly spoken mm-hmm. and in due season is like apples of gold in settings of silver. How wonderfully stated. Mm-hmm. A word, not, hey, um, not just any word. A word fitly spoken and in due season. <laughs> it may not be the time to say that word that you want to uh, edify others edify with. Others with. <laughs> it may not be the time. It may not be the occasion. It has to fit and be the right time. And so knowing that, let's go on into this study, turning to Ephesians chapter 4. And again, I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Classic version, and I'm going to ask you to buckle your seatbelt because this gets pretty extreme. God's an extreme God, and so we're his extreme people. But this gets pretty extreme, but I want you to hang on because immediately after we read through this, I'm going to let a little pressure off, okay? Hmm. (laughs) All right. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning in verse 29, Amplified Classic. Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome, nor worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress as of others, and here we go again, as is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor, to those who hear it. Now skip down to 31. Let all bitterness and indignation and wrath and passion and rage and bad temper and resentment and anger and animosity and quarreling, hang on, and brawling and clamor and contention and slander and evil speaking and abusive language and blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, or baseness of any kind, and become useful (laughs) and helpful and kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another readily and freely as God in Christ forgave you, therefore be imitators of God. 
copy him and follow his example as well-beloved children imitate their father and walk in love. Wow. <laughs> if you uh, were with us, and if you weren't, go back and watch it. We recently read down through 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and all of the descriptions of love, and that was pretty overwhelming. But this... It just kind of seems like you're reading down through there. It seems like it doesn't have any end. You right. just go on and on and on. And you're like, how in the world could I ever do that? Hold on. There's a key here. There is a key here in 1 John chapter 13. Again, this Amplified Classic Bible. And uh, excuse me, John chapter 3 and verse 16. By this we come to know, and listen to this progressively to recognize, to perceive, and to understand. So he knows us. Well, I mean, one scripture says he knows we're dust. <laughs> and he knows that this is going to have to be a progressive work. Yeah. You know, you, you start off on these things. And uh, like I said about uh, something else in a previous broadcast, I said, let's just, you know, let's just start off with something here. Let no unwholesome talk ever come out of your mouth. All right, so you get up one morning and you're just, oh, man, raring to go. Man, I got this. I got this. There is no unwholesome talk going to come out my lips today. You do pretty good getting out of bed. And you do pretty good going into the other room. Then you see that plate that the teenager left there with the, Half a drunk, half drunk glass of milk, spoiled now because it sat out. An old dried out sandwich sitting there, and you said, "That dirty little sucker." That was unwholesome. That we're not talking about facts here. We're talking about hold. No, I'm just kidding. That was unwholesome, and immediately shh, there went the unwholesome talk. That's okay. And that was the G-rated version. Yes, yeah, it's right. Yeah. Well, I didn't. You know. I didn't want to say the foul talk on the, on the air, but yeah, <laughs> that that thing you called that other driver after they, f <clears throat> yeah, mm -hmm. foul language, no, don't let it ever come out your mouth. Well, I messed up on that today. What's well, all right? Go again tomorrow. Actually, it's, go again. Yeah, in, now. yeah, now, yeah. It's but it's progressive. Now remember. Remember, we're connecting this, Galatians 5, 6, faith works by love, okay? Mm -hmm. You're wanting your faith to be strong. You need it to be strong for the protection of your family, for the finances, for your healing, for everything. To just live by faith. You need your faith strong for everything. But it's only as strong as your love is. And so you're striving for these things. You're practicing. You're progressively understanding how to apply. You're keeping it in the forefront of your thinking and you're, you've got this one. Okay, I made it all day. My whole, my talk was wholesome all day. Your faith is up there. And the next day, something unwholesome. It's like, oh, I let it get away. It's okay, get it back. It's okay. You repent. Repent. Turn around. Grab a hold of that again. Nah, that's mine. I got it. And then you go for another one of these and another one of these and another and you progressively go higher. 
And it's like what the Bible says. You go from faith to faith to faith, from glory to glory to glory, because you go from love to love to love. And so your faith becomes more efficient, more effective, and mightier to live by. And things that used to be a big deal, not that much anymore. Used to be a big deal to believe for Gracious. a headache, healing for a headache. And then we had the opportunity to believe for healing from uh, Lyme. Lyme's disease. That's a little bigger. But by the time we got there, it was all right. You don't start our spiritual father, one, my spiritual father, said you don't start believing for a jet. You start believing for a pair of socks, you know, and you, you progress and you grow. Well, it's the same with love. You read all of these things and it seems, it seems overwhelming. And I actually know people that are like, there's no help for me, so I'm not even going to. Matter of fact, that's kind of like what you thought when you were a little girl. Yeah. When you heard that one minister. Go ahead, tell that story. Well, I grew up in a really conservative denomination, and when I was real little, we had a very conservative uh, pastor. And one of the things that he taught was that if you died with unrepentant sin, then you would go to hell. And he actually gave an example of one of the reasons you don't practice, get in the practice of cussing is because if you were in a car accident and the last thing you did was say a cuss word, you would go to hell because you didn't have time to repent from that sin. And when I heard that, I was like, well, I have no possibility of living up to that. And so I might as well just do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> necessarily. It was not the law. <laughs> anyway, you can imagine how much fun my parents had with that. Um, but that wasn't right on any part. And after I found out there is grace, there is mercy, I actually started trying to live the right way. And again, sometimes things slip up. We're still getting new revelation about what this looks like, what this sounds like. And each time a little, another piece is revealed, okay, there's something for us to grow into. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, what I, that's the essence of what I was trying to get at with the progressing. It's, it's a progressive understanding. It's a progressive development. Mm -hmm. um, there was a time where, you know, I would have been so focused on the, on the meeting and, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be late and everything that um, I, I told a story recently about when I came out of an elevator and I passed a guy halfway down the hall, had his arms full, and, and it just, it all of a sudden I realized he's probably headed to the elevator. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a time where I would have kept walking, even if I did realize he was headed to the elevator because, oh, I got to be on time and I got to, which I was already early anyway, <laughs> you know, but it, I, I, I took that next step. I would, you know, I, I made the decision. I'm going to operate in these things. I'm going to continue in love. And mm -hmm. that's a way of kindness. And if you... If you go to the Lord and ask him, say, bring things to my thinking, bring things up to me, show me ways so that I can demonstrate love, that I can demonstrate kindness. What I can say that is yes. uplifting in the right time. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> something that I've told people is you don't have to say everything that pops into your head. It may be correct, but the timing may not be right. That person may not be where they can hear it. And there's some people that that's a harder concept to grasp <laughs> than others, apparently. Um, <clears throat> not necessarily saying it applies to me, but it did. Um, <laughs> and so... Because you were so wanting to make sure that people knew what was right. And I, I've got to tell them because obviously they, they don't obviously, know. They <laughs> obviously do not know. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they're in a place to hear it. Right. And it could be pushing them away, that yeah. force of what you're saying. And and, and, I, and I'll tell you something that I knew here, but it took me a while to catch up with you. That especially applies to family. And Brother Hagen used to, to used to teach that. He said it is he said you can you can share in part and teach to a lot of people, but it's rarely your family that you can. Um, because they're family. <laughs> but as you live it out in front of them, they'll come to you and say, I know we don't see eye to eye, but I've got this problem and I need you to pray over this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll get, yeah, you'll get, you get calls. Some of them may be in the middle of the night yeah. when, when, when their little sweetheart wakes up with a high fever or they're having to go to the ER or something like that, you'll get a call. Hey, that's when love shines. That's when love shines. But if and, you haven't laid that foundation previously and you've just been a jerk to them anytime you've seen them, mm -hmm. they're not You won't calling. have that opportunity. Where in the world were we? We're talking about speaking. Oh, yes. And we were talking about not being so overwhelmed, mm -hmm. <laughs> overwhelmed by it. So we, so we read down through um, Ephesians 4 mm -hmm. there. Let's go ahead and look at uh, 1 Corinthians 9. Starting in verse 19. Yeah. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself a servant unto all that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without the law as without the law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without the law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might be all means save some. This is vital <laughs> information. And you know, we recognize it a lot with like, in I'm talking now in ministry application. Say a given minister, okay? So they're, say they're ministering in, a, you know, a nice church, pulpit, things like that, okay? It is most likely, depending on the location, appropriate for them to wear a suit and tie for that. Mm -hmm. But if this same minister is invited to minister at a rodeo event, he would not be, it, it would not be he to his received. advantage yeah, to dress in a suit and tie because he wouldn't be as well received. They would be too busy looking at what he was wearing to hear what he was saying, mm -hmm. you know, because it's, it's weird. That's not, that's not right, you know. But the same applies to speech. How you speak to a group of young people or your children should be different than how you would speak to a group of people your parents' age. The message can be the same, 
yeah, the 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 the, the core, the, the core content of what you are saying can be the same, but how you phrase it, words that you use, vernacular, and, and culturally, right, it's the same thing. Different cultural groups. Well, and even we see it in like going to another country, we speak their language, mm-hmm. and we have no problem with that. But if you're speaking to somebody that is in a completely different place than you, you may need to phrase things differently. So let's bring this back. In in essence, what we're talking about is expressing love. How you express love to one person is, or one group of people, Mm -hmm. it can be different. It needs to be different than another group of people because these two groups of people don't receive love the same way. Well, we've talked about it in the version of when you're raising your kids, you have a very small child that can only drink milk or eat really soft pureed baby pureed baby food. But then when they're two or three, they can have your food that's cut up really small. And then, but maybe spiced a little bit different. And then as they get older, you prepare the food differently. If you try to give a baby a piece of steak, they can choke on it and it can kill them. But if you give just milk to an adult, they're not going to be getting everything that they need. Like, Where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you, you need to learn, you need to spend the time and study. Study to show yourself approved counts for the scriptures, but it also counts for interacting particularly with loved ones or if you're going to be ministering to a different culture. Mm-hmm. You need to do a little study because it doesn't come naturally to you. You have to expend uh, study time and energy to learn the natural things. We we went over this. You know, you remember not too long ago I had uh, guest minister David Wright on here. He mm-hmm. specializes in communication. And we went through the scriptures in the Bible where it says to renew your mind to these things, to right. communication specifically. And this was one of the scriptures, to be all things to all people. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to study to be able to do that. Right. And for example, one one helpful tool for people is the study of love languages. Mm-hmm. You know, because different people perceive love and feel loved from different things. And one of them can be words of affirmation, encouraging words. Others, it's actions, what we talked about last week. And so love, This next, the, the next point on this outline is point eight, which says God is love, okay? So I, I'm, we'll talk about that more later, but I want to point that out because that's why love is all-encompassing. It talks, it's speech, it's actions, it's thoughts. It's because God is love, everything, everything. There abides faith, hope, and love. But the greatest is love. Of course it is. God is love. And we're about out of time, but really quick, look at Colossians chapter 4 in the Amplified Classic. Colossians chapter 4. I really want to read this. Oh, I've got to stretch on time here. Colossians chapter 4, because this just sums it up so well. Verse 6. Let your speech at all times be gracious, be pleasant and winsome, 
seasoned as it were with salt, so that you may never be at a loss to know how you ought to answer anyone that puts a question to you. And we're right back to be all things to all people. That's what love does. Let your speech be seasoned. Let it be pleasant. Let it be gracious. Let it be winsome. Glory to God. That's our goal. That's our aim. And that's love. Okay? Hang out here now. You're going to see this. Hello, my name is Ryan Weeder, and I'm here with David Weeder Ministries. And I just wanted to talk with you a moment about some partnerships. Uh, you know, the, the Bible says here in Philippians chapter 4, starting in verse 15, it says, Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. And that word communicated means partnership. If you look it up in the original Greek, that means partnership. So Paul's writing to the Philippians saying, No church but you partnered with me. For even in Thessalonica you sent me once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And this is writing, this is Paul writing to the church in Philippi, thanking them for their partnership. Not that he desires to, uh, not that he desires for himself, but rather that fruit would abound to their account. And that is what partnership does. God pours out, brings forth fruit abounding unto you. He supplies for all of your need. And when you partner with a ministry such as David Weider Ministries, you send the gospel out. Paul's writing to the church in Philippi, thanking them for encouraging and helping him in Thessalonica, for instance. This is the end of a book, thanking them and communicating with them while he's spreading the gospel and imprisoned in Rome. Your partnership sends the gospel around the world and spreads it, and it brings forth that fruit abounding unto your account. So if you feel led to partner with David Weider Ministries, I'd encourage you to do so. Help get that gospel spread, touching more and more lives around the world. If you feel led to do so, please go to our website. You can find all the information you need. We thank you for it. Hey, thank you for being our partner. And if you're not already our partner, hey, take it before the Lord. Find out whether you're supposed to be. Get on the website. Give us a call. And uh, let's, let's get in this together. This is what we do. Talking about speech and love. That's what you partner with. Is us coming on here at the Lord's instruction and speaking words of love, words of encouragement, words of faith, words of victory all over this earth. And you make it possible. And we're so grateful for that. Partnership, if you understand partnership, go to our website. I've got a whole page there on what partnership means. You get exactly the same reward in heaven that we do for every life impacted through these broadcasts, through these podcasts, through everything that we do in ministry, you 
It, heaven has it recorded down there that you did it. That's how partnership works in God's eyes. And we're so thankful that it's that way. Praise God. Hey, until next time, remember that God is always for you, never against you. He loves you. Lynn and I love you. And Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping make this broadcast possible. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram. You can also listen to our broadcast on iTunes. For more information about our ministry, contact us at davidweeder.org or call us at 1-800-988-5380.